say what I feel. Miami has so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Miami. Angeles, 2015. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you will ever need to listen to. I'm H. Allen Scott. And I'm Carrie Doherty. And this is a podcast where we have a friend over to watch an episode of the Golden Girls and then we talk about it. You and guys know that by now. Yes. <laughs> we probably don't need to do that every time. We, we probably will. don't need to do we it every will, time. We will, for branding purposes. We've scripted it. We should do it for anybody who's new and listening. <laughs> um, so we're still on season one. We just watched episode 17, Nice and Easy, which aired February 1st, 1986. Oy. Yeah. And Today we have a very, very, very special guest, a very good friend of mine um, from my New York days, Miss right, Grace Helbig. Welcome, Grace. Thank you, Grace, for doing this. <laughs> Thank you for having me. So excited. So what's your history with the Golden Girls? My history is that I love them. I feel like it's a show that I, I feel like I should know everything about or that I've been exposed to, but I couldn't tell you a single specific about it. Yeah. Because I feel like it's a show that I've caught in passing growing up. I'm like, this is so great, mm -hmm. but didn't really appreciate it until yeah. I was an adult. And I was like, yeah. oh, this, the comedic timing, the jokes, everything is so fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, 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 uh, it's, it's one of those shows that like is so in the cultural zeitgeist yeah. for, I think, every generation post-1985, mm -hmm. um, that that it's hard to not just know even a little bit about it. Right, yeah. never seen it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's great. Well, thanks so much for coming. We really Thank you for having that. me. It's really wanna, exciting. Yeah, we're going to recap the episode and okay. talk more about it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so this is the episode where uh, Blanche's niece, Lucy, is coming to visit... Um, and I was saying while we were watching the episode, it's probably the most exposition that's ever been released in the first yes. 15 yes. seconds of the show. Yes. Yeah. Oh it's, it's like three sentences of Lucy's entire past. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's like Sophia's painting her toenails for whatever reason. They did a lot of weird stuff with Sophia in this episode. She's great. I literally think Sophia could just walk in the background silently in every scene. And I'd be yes. Like, Comedy gold. Yeah. yeah. Just with that purse. Because mm -hmm. yeah. you're always wondering what's in the purse. Her blood pressure medication. <laughs> What's in the bag? Yeah, that's that work. So Lucy was played by Hallie Todd, and she was Lizzie McGuire's. I didn't know this. Lizzie McGuire's mother. Ma yeah, which um, I didn't watch Lizzie McGuire. Yeah. it was a little. I was a little. Too old. I was that. a little too old. But she does. She does <laughs> have a film that she she wrote and produced and starred in called the Mo the Muring. The Mooring. Mooring. Is that a boat term? I don't know. It's every forty <laughs> seconds a person goes missing in northern Idaho. A group of teenagers attended a summer camp. They were told it would be the summer camp of change. It was. <laughs> That's the IMDb Wait, is title. that like a puberty thing? I don't like, know, oh. but the, but it looks like a, there's someone killing on the cover, doesn't oh, it? Yeah. It looks like a murder. Oh. Okay, so thing. it's like sleepaway camp. Yeah, sure. She's got a spectrum of a career. She yeah. is so versatile. <laughs> so she played Lizzie McGuire's mom. Two Cable Ace Award nominee. Ooh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Do you think she has a Razzie? Uh, no, Maybe? no. They would say on IMDb. It would say it's it just would, Cable Ace. It would list some that. show called The Brothers. 110 episodes. Oh, okay. 110 yeah. episodes? Yeah. Good lord. Good for her. We watched a lot of weird things in the late 80s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of weird shit got greenlit. <laughs> so Lucy arrives. So, uh, well, before, so before she arrives... Uh, Blanche, in, in the bit of exposition, says that she's coming out to interview at some colleges and she really hopes that she nails them so that she can move out here to Miami from wherever she came from. Yeah. 
Um, the accent doesn't tell us at all. No. Where she came no. From. no. <laughs> Their accents do not match. She came uh, from Lloyd's acting school. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, before Lucy comes, uh, Dorothy sees a mouse mm-hmm. and freaks out. It's so funny to see Dorothy, this like stoic, large, towering, towering Dorothy, yeah. become this sort of like eeky, ah, it's a mouse woman, you yes. know what I mean? Like, yeah. on a chair, freaking out. The writers really wanted to humanize her this episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and humanize her, they did. Yeah. Well, they were probably like, who would be the funniest person to be afraid of a mouse? Yeah. Oh, like the giant, giant. six-foot-seven <laughs> woman. She's so broad-shouldered. Um, and then so. they also add shoulder pads. Yeah, why would they do that to her? <laughs> she does always wear flats, though. That's the one thing. You'll never see Dorothy in a heat. Oh, yeah. Because they just couldn't do that to her. You would a- always see a boom mic, because there's no way <laughs> they wouldn't be able to not dip it into the shot. I love when she's in ball gowns, yet she's also wearing flats. Oh, you know always. I mean? It's the yeah, weirdest thing. So great. Yeah. Um, so Dorothy's freaked out that there's a mouse in the kitchen. Um, Rose tells her not to be afraid because she once had a pet mouse that she used to wa- uh, walk on a kite string and the mouse, <laughs> and the mouse saved her life. I, I didn't follow that. Like, how did the mice, she, how did the mouse save her the life? the river washed away. Like a dam broke. It was all turning very, like, of mice and men to me. Yeah, like, just this uh, girl who had a mouse on a leash. she, to her credit, had some incredible monologues this mm-hmm, episode, I feel mm-hmm, like. Really yeah. great storytelling. She really did it. She yeah. pulled it out. Yeah. A lot of great this could have been her in the episode. So, mm-hmm. um, so she so she tells the, the the story of how this mouse saved her life, this really long, long story. <laughs> and she says, she ends it with, if that mouse hadn't saved my life, I wouldn't be sitting here today telling you this story. <laughs> to which all three women reply, call the exterminator. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes. When in, what it really meant was, why are you telling us this story? Like, it yeah. should, the, the mouse should have been dead a month ago. But their reactions this whole episode... I thought was fantastic. Like, yeah. literally cut to them, silent, deadpan, just staring <laughs> before they said that. I was like, yes! If we only had the internet before, those would be incredible gifs. I know. <laughs> oh, people make them. Oh, yeah. So yeah. But I have a whole have catalog on my phone of older Golden Girls response. Uh, <laughs> that really should ridiculous. be an app. No, I know. Not an app. I know. Yeah, uh, okay. So we there's an app called Hillary and Me where it was years ago, but you could, like, take a picture and put Hillary Clinton in a picture with you, which I used obsessively. Um, but when I did it, I emailed the developer and I was like, can you please make a either Golden Girls and Me or Dorothy and Me app so that people could take pictures with Dorothy oh, everywhere? That'd be amazing. I never heard back. Oh, what a jerk. Yeah, I have so many more Twitter followers than he does. <laughs> <laughs> which, which really made me angry that I didn't reply. Oh, you know? This is a call to action to your audience. Yes. Someone out there, yes. please, please, please. Make yes, make app. the yeah. app. We'll yeah. put it on our Facebook page. <laughs> um, so Lucy comes in. Um, I think, Grace, you mentioned she, she had like some weird holes in the front of her jeans. Yeah, yeah. there's something going on. There was a design element of the jeans that was a little confusing. They yeah. were vagina jeans. Yeah. It was like, it was, it was, they showed her where her ovaries would be, I think. Yeah. I don't know like, where ovaries are, but yeah. like, but that's probably where they are. in that region down there, they're right? somewhere in the crotch area. Yeah. Right? Yes. And then she had two oval-shaped like right parallel to yeah, each other, like rips. Yeah, rips. Sort of in her jeans. Yeah, and yeah. It drew the eyes straight down to the crotch. straight to the crotch, yeah. which is fitting, yeah. I think, for for oh, her character. Yeah. Um, so she explains that she met a doctor on the plane, and Lucy. she has plans with him. Lucy, she met Lucy. a doctor on the oh, uh, Aunt Blanche. I met a doctor on the plane, and we're gonna have plans this evening. Everything she says <laughs> is like so grand. There's this comic in New York. His name's Matt Morano, and he says there's a joke that he says that goes juicy. 
And every time Blanche said Lucy, I yeah. heard Matt Morano saying, Juicy! <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Okay, so she's shown up. Um, now we're back to our, our, our B story. Uh, Rose tells Dorothy that they don't need to call the exterminator because she can... She can speak to She animals. can speak yeah. to animals. She can communicate. <laughs> she's it's, a Dr. Doolittle. Mm-hmm. Gosh, her character is just the best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. I, that's the one I'd want to play. Uh, I feel like her character so defined, like, so much of silly characters on The Office yeah. and Parks mm-hmm. and Rec. Like, it really allowed characters to be crazy yet also like be a part of the storyline in a real sort of you know mm-hmm. legitimate way yeah, yeah. yeah. Just yeah like not just like Gomer Biles yeah. but like legitimate storyline a part of the process mm-hmm. just yeah. ridiculous I feel like Creed from The Office is basically yeah. Rose oh, except yeah. they just don't involve him as much because their cast was like you know 18 people yeah, so. yeah, yeah I feel yeah. like you could map out a lot of different television shows like uh, Phoebe from Friends feels mm-hmm. like a rose mm-hmm. like, oh my god you're yeah. so right yeah. I never really thought about that because I was trying Sophia the entire time like who does she remind me of? She's got this cadence to her character yeah. that's so familiar. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh no, these are just archetypes that now, like, yeah, yes. mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's yep. amazing. It's really incredible. It's so great. So, uh, so now Blanche is freaking out because Lucy didn't come home last night, and yeah. of course, she's a twenty-year-old girl in Miami. She's going out with this guy that she's only met one time. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, Rose's got that great line of, like, what could possibly go wrong to a 20-year-old girl in Miami? <laughs> oh, no! Yeah. <laughs> oh! Um, so, uh, so, so uh, Lucy comes in, she says this, uh, this doctor took her on a cruise, she's in love, and... <laughs> now and they're going to the Bahamas. Now they're going to the Bahamas, and, oh, and Blanche is like, imagine, Landon herself a doctor, and she still wants to finish college. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's so great! I was like, no, don't say that! Oh, bad message! Matter is 1986. Eh, I guess. <laughs> what if you guys were to marry a doctor? What kind of doctor would you want to marry? Um, oh, good question. Honestly, and I'm not. I'm not saying this because it happened at the end of a League of Their Own, but a plastic <laughs> surgeon. Really? I because the woman she was like the woman who was the beauty queen uh-huh. in a League of Their Own when Dottie goes and like you haven't changed. She's like I'm married a doctor, <laughs> a plastic surgeon, and I would marry a plastic surgeon. Just so that I wouldn't, like, get everything done, but there's a few things, like, I wanted, like, this little weird area here I want something done to. Thank you for doing this on a visual medium. I know. It's, sorry, guys. He's pulling underneath <laughs> his chin. I'm pulling chin. my chin, my, my chin gobble, you know, and I want that to kind of be lifted up a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I'm very pleasant. And you want it pro bono. Of course. Yeah, pro bono. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I could be like, I'll, I'll, I'll tweet about it. Yeah. I'll tell people to come to your plastic surgery. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. kind of a fair trade. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's a totally not fair trade at all. I think I would either want a dermatologist, just oh. because, I don't know, just it feels like uh, someone that could be helpful in my life, yeah. or really, instead of a doctor, I feel like a dentist I might really want oh. to, because I hate going to the dentist, yeah. and... Uh, but I like caring for my teeth and yeah. having clean teeth, so I think that might work out. Do you think you'd resent your dentist lover because it's such an unpleasant experience going? Yeah, that could be. It could be bad. It could yeah. be bad. Yeah, yeah, we'll only date once a year for the yeah. brief period of time that I need to get my teeth cleaned. Yeah, I have dermatologists. That's good though. That's that your a good largest one. organ. Yeah, I have I such a fear of dentists that like I can only go to one person, and he's in St. Louis, Missouri. Really? Yeah. So you have to go home to go to the I, dentist. Literally, I'm flying home on like to St. Louis on January 21st. 
to go to the dentist. Oh, I need yeah. I need to go. I feel my teeth having cavities. Like, yeah. it's that point where I'm like, it well, shouldn't hurt. Well, if you're ever in St. I... Louis, like, <laughs> introduce you to a great yeah. doctor. <laughs> Perfect. My childhood dentist committed suicide. Um, <laughs> that was the most Sophia moment I think I've ever heard. <laughs> he did. It was very upsetting. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, and horrible. Totally uh, horrible. Doctor, would you marry? Oh, uh, not probably. A no, not a dentist. Um, I think I would marry a pediatrician because oh. guys around kids is kind of it's kind of adorable. Oh yeah, that's cute. Yeah, because oh, I don't. So that think immediately grossed me out. I can never. <laughs> no. I know. Get your head I'm, out totally, of that area. I went there the first thing. As soon as she said, "Oh," I went, "Oh." No. Because <laughs> like, there's a patience there. Yeah, and they're adorable, and they're like, "Hey, sporto," and they like give him lollipops, and they're like, "Thanks, doctor, lover." You know, like it's a cute exchange to see. Like you couldn't date an OBGYN because that like because no, oh. all they do is like stare at vagina all day, right. and it's like you know there's that whole joke on Friends there's, where I she think it'd be dates, great to date an OBGYN. I know, no, because I feel like during sex it'd be like, "Ooh, you got something going on." It'd be like, "Now's not the time to tell me this." But no, but that? they know. But they also know like where every spot is. You know, know I mean, like, a guy can read a book or like take a class, but like, <laughs> you don't want a guy who stares at who stares at ladies' nether regions all day to then come home and you're like, "Hey," and he's like, "If I look in another would you marry a urologist? Vagina, a urologist? Yeah, sure." My urologist. What about a when, foot doctor? When oh, I was sorry. diagnosed, he the room, all the room. I don't know why I'm sharing this. This is totally not related to this episode <laughs> at all. Um, all the rooms were taken. I've been working on the book, and this is the chapter I've been working on. And and he he's in this like growing pains type like wood paneled office that mm-hmm. he makes me sit in his office. Uh-huh. And because there's no other room to examine me in, he makes me disrobe in this wood paneled <gasps> office with like leather chairs around me and I'm standing there with my pants down as this like 40 some year old Indian man is <gasps> touching me oh yeah and I've been in Hollywood two weeks this is my casting couch <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. you have arrived yes I'm here <laughs> yeah wow. anyway sorry we should back to the episode yes <laughs> <laughs> but that is a great detour yes <laughs> So now we are, uh, okay, so now in the episode, we're out on the lanai. Sophia and Dorothy are playing checkers. Brand, out on the lanai. Yep. Uh, Lucy comes out wearing a long pink sweater mm-hmm. that you said looked like a Dorothy. It looks like a, it's just like a, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a shirt that Dorothy probably wore in a previous episode. <laughs> that shirt. was so massive <laughs> that this woman could in. use it as a cinched waist outfit. It was belts. excellent yes. use of belts this episode. Yeah, yeah a yeah. lot of belts, stellar ones. a lot of colors. That belt was huge though. That belt was like a worldwide federation, <laughs> yeah, federation belt. You know what I mean? Like that was like a competition belt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was huge. Also, it's the WWE now because the WWE WWF, oh, it's a the World Wildlife always, Foundation. It will always be WWF. Yeah, I know. Same. It's an age yeah. thing, yeah. That's uh, a man ready, sir. Uh, so, oh, yeah. um, so Lucy says that she's now, she's ditched the doctor. She's now going out with the guy who interviewed her at the university. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I don't remember how the joke is set up, but it ends with Sophia very strategically pushing one of her checkers pieces and going, girl's a slut. <laughs> like, been silent the entire scene. And she has her handbag in her lap yeah. with uh, her pajamas on. She did not let go of her handbag this entire episode. No. Tell Does me. that happen every episode? No, I don't no. think... I mean, she has it on her a lot. She has right. it on her a lot. But this one, I noticed it a lot more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a great character choice. Yeah. Oh, so it. great. So now yeah, Lucy's gone from a doctor to a guy at the college. Yes. Uh, now it's later that evening. Lucy comes home. But she's been sleeping on the couch waiting up for Lucy. Yes. Lucy. 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 
And uh, she comes home wearing this, she's wearing this bright yellow silk shirt with like, oh. what looks like a giant safety pin yeah. on like, like the neck. Like a bedazzled safety Yes! <laughs> it's a really weird Easter outfit. It's, yeah. With the vagina pants still on. With, yeah. Oh yeah! The entire episode, the only time she One... changes pants is at the very end. Mm-hmm. She's wearing vagina pants now. I bet those are like, like jeggings, like they're easy to slip yeah. on and off. Because oh. like, she's got a lot of, you know, do to get through. I saw this dude wearing like jean jeggings the other day. Oh. I wanted them. I wanted them. Them. Really? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think Grace and I were both like, aw, until you were like, I wanted them. Yeah. And we were like, oh. And he was, he was going in to see Selma, and I was like, you were getting comfortable for some realness. Yeah. <laughs> like, you were prepared to be comfortable for a harsh dose of reality. Made some choices. Yes. <laughs> um, so, so Lucy, so, so Blanche has been waiting up for Lucy because she's concerned yeah. because her niece right. is, you know, dating these strangers, not spending any time with her, which like, that's kind of a slap in the face. Lucy's here to see you spend a little time with your aunt. Yes. yes. You know what I mean? Don't be a selfish 20 year old. Um, she explains that the university guy she was dating, uh, got busted for selling marijuana in the islands. Uh-huh. And so now she's dating again, so much exposition. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So now she's dating the Miami cop that arrested him. Yes. Uh, played the character's name is Ed. It was played by Ken Stovitz, who Ooh. interesting. This was his last television appearance. Oh, mm-hmm. what happened? He, well, I don't know. He became though a talent agent. Oh, okay. uh, his last film appearance was Blue Velvet, the same year, 1986. Oh. But he's banked on films like I think he's really he, he's a talent agent for like Will Smith or The Children because his special thanks oh, are okay. Seven Pounds and The Karate Kid. That's like a natural progression to go from The Golden yeah. Girls to Blue Velvet. I think. I think so. <laughs> I think yeah. so. And then to Will for sure. Smith. And then to Will Smith. Uh, yeah. That's all. Manage Will Smith's yeah. career. Yeah. He's also, he's like the the least interesting, most two-dimensional character on this show. He's obsessed with Miami Vice. I kind of love that, because, And he's like dressing, you know, he's got like the brightly colored shirt with like the matching gray suit Keaton with the sleeves pulled up. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's just incredibly boring. Um, mm-hmm. So Blanche is basically like, look, you know, you're, you're, you're behaving very irresponsibly. Mm-hmm. Um, is as long as you're under my roof, doing the under my roof thing, like you're, you know, you're grounded. You're gonna, you're grounded for the rest of your visit. Yeah, mm-hmm. she lays down the yeah. law. She lays down the law, and with Lucy's this like, awesome nightgown on, this oh, nightgown that oh, was so flowing, it was so purple. To a, like it showed her booby tubes. Yeah. It was like she looked like the cover of a romance novel. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. yes, she, she did. Because when she walks, it always sweeps behind yeah, her very yeah. elegantly. Yes. Um, but so so it ends with so Lucy runs out. Lucy's basically like Aunt Blanche, you I'm know, twenty years old. I'm twenty years old, like she knows everything. Who do you think Ooh. I am? And she, I yeah. wear vagina pants. Yeah, clearly <laughs> <laughs> I'm making great choices. Don't I stop like me how now. we turn her urban? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I wear my vagina pants. <laughs> so she storms out, and Blanche very dramatically follows her, and she uh, stands in the doorway amongst the birds and butterflies, flowers. God, I know. Lucy. Lucy. Wait, what, what did you call it? Like, you had such a good send-off <laughs> oh, for Lucy's. Oh, such a beautiful... Yeah, you described that oh, scene. I don't know. I just I just know that those were... Carrie set surrounded it up like by, a romance novel yeah. and, and Birds like, of Paradise lover flowers. had just left. Yes. My mom's yeah. a floral designer, so oh. she always tells me the names <laughs> okay. of the flowers when oh, she comes nice. to visit. It's amazing. Um, so that's... There's a good act break. Um, so we come back. We're at the kitchen table. The you know it's uh, is Sophia in this scene? She walks through. Yeah, she, she does like a drive by. That's yeah. right. <laughs> I don't. Maybe she was sick that week, or she had like a prior commitment. They just yeah. put her in 
like that's yeah so randomly that's the scene that I really learned like oh I really hope she doesn't say anything I hope she just like <laughs> quietly walks to the refrigerator and back because I could watch that all wouldn't day wouldn't it be amazing if she quietly walked through the room like stole a huge cookie jar walked <laughs> back down just like, no I explanation uh, <laughs> it'd be so amazing oh. but this scene also yeah. felt like a really long scene yeah yeah you it was very it's, long it, it was, was a lot of dialogue well if you think about it this entire episode took place where four sets like right. there was the kitchen the living room the lanai and his apartment and mm-hmm. so and long scenes in all of those yeah. sets yeah yeah I mean, was... they, they usually have like a long like a big chat at the kitchen table where like yeah. at least one person tells a really long story right well and it really speaks to how long the sto- scene was it really speaks to like the writing of those multicam sitcoms oh, and yeah. how they had such limited resources mm-hmm. in terms of like you know, single camera shows that are, they're like the 30 Rocks, The Office, etc. Mm-hmm. They, they have more freedom to kind of go around. There's no audience to deal with. There's nothing. Whereas this, they had to put everything into one scene mm-hmm. and make it really tight. And it worked. Mm-hmm. And it's a testament to them as actresses yeah. to make it consistently interesting yeah. the whole mm-hmm. time. Because they're not doing anything other than sitting and talking. Yeah. yeah. But it's yeah. really interesting. And, and these reacting. It's really yeah, hard. Like their reactions are just Oh, their yeah. reactions are so great. Yeah. That's why Aaron Sorkin started doing a walk and talk because he was like, "There's no way you could just have people sitting and talking and have it be interesting." Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's I don't know. That's what I assume. I love Aaron Sorkin. <laughs> I really do. I don't. Want, we'll, we'll have a conversation about Aaron Sorkin after this. He, uh, we'll, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to put it on the podcast. He what? has he has he has issues with women actresses. Oh, I know that I know that I'm that I'm familiar with. Yeah, he says yeah. he can't write like fast walk and talk dialogue for actresses. He's like, when I can meet an actress who can you know speak quickly and be able to walk at the same time, I'll write Allison Janney. Also, has he ever seen Gilmore Girls? Yes, at all. Yes. Thank you, Grace. <laughs> Watch Gilmore Girls, Aaron Sorkin. <laughs> I love Gilmore Girls. I will. It's uh, so great. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. So, I hooked up with this guy, and then afterwards, <laughs> this was recently. This was like a week ago. I don't know where it's going. And so after we had up, he was like, what should we fall asleep to? And I, he was like, Gilmore Girls. Put on Gilmore Girls. <laughs> so after sex, we watched Gilmore Girls. Aww. That's yeah. Seems like And he's listening night. to this. He does he listen. So that's that, great. I'm not. <laughs> wow! Wow! Great way. We talked about it. We talked about it. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but we will be watching Gilmore Girls. Yes, come yes. over for Gilmore Girls. <laughs> yes. Said <laughs> um, so in this very long scene, Rose tells an amazing, another amazing story. Yep. Amazing story that is one of the most bizarre Rose stories she's ever told. It's definitely it's all over the map. Yeah. It's all over the place. It literally, I was like, I don't think I even followed it. I sort of got the gist of it. Yeah. So it's like, she has this... This is Rose's trippy episode. Yeah. I'll try to bullet point it. She used to, as a teenager, she snuck up to see a man named Clell. Um, Oh, so good. Which which, uh, Blanche was like, I think I used that on my hair. Yeah. Um, That's right. uh, She was supposed to meet him at a bar, but she sat in her father's truck, paralyzed by fear. And then as she was going into the bar, she ran into a reverend who was with the wife of a decorated war hero in town. So they were cheating. And then the... uh, um, the, the, the war hero kills the two of them, uh, and then, like, is gonna go to jail, but then he dies, and then they became Lutheran. I, I don't know. It was, like, but the he most... Had purple hearts for head wounds? For head wounds. <laughs> oh, and they wouldn't let him do the math at the feed store. <laughs> this is a colorful story. It was, like, the writer that sat down and wrote this monologue, Lord 
God knows what was happening at that it time. It was like so many drugs. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it was some sort of like crazy, like it was like a weird fever dream. Yeah. Like I don't even. Like, yeah, like. A, but I think it, to was, illustrate the point, it was kind of they were confused by it too. Like they right. were like, "That's not a slut story." Well, they were like, yeah. "That's not a." Yeah. That's what she was trying to do is yeah. try to relate to Lucy and be like, "We all do crazy stuff when we're young." Yeah. And it was like that. Wasn't not it? You sat in a truck. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's a religion story, not a rebellion right, story. Right. Yeah. Um, and then Blanche was like, "I was a rockette," which I never knew that about Blanche. Why? Under a false, under a false like, name, yeah, like, I mean, identity I or something. Maybe it's so her parents couldn't I find think her. She, I think Blanche was lying. Do you? Yes. What a weird thing to lie about. Well, I mean, it makes her look good, but mm. also <laughs> too, like Blanche doesn't have the body of a rockette. Like, <laughs> like rockettes are tall. How all... dare you? No. Are you saying she's not leggy enough? She's not leggy enough. She's not skinny enough. She's not tall enough. Like, there are, there are rules. I'm, I watch Wendy Williams. They were on Wendy Williams, <laughs> like, two months ago during Christmas. I, it's like ago. Dallas Cheerleaders. Like, yes. There are there's a type. And yeah. I'm sorry, Blanche. Like, unless it was different, you know, when you were a child. I mean, Dorothy, on the other hand. She could <laughs> if she mm. had the boot. But she'd probably be too tall. She would probably be, like, the tree. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening to you? No, 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 no. You're like no. the defender. I'm getting over. I'm getting over you're flu, kidding. so maybe I have. Maybe I have problems. Maybe you're yeah. a little loopy. Blanche was trying to say that she actually did crazy stuff when she was yes. younger. Yes. yes, yes. And but the point of Blanche's story is that her sister Charmaine mm-hmm. came and talked some sense into her. Charmaine, which is the point of Big mm-hmm. Sisters, you know. And then Dorothy right. says, "Well, maybe that's what Lucy needs right now." And Rose says. <laughs> Uh, oh, oh, so what is Rose said? Ro- I think that's a little difficult. Oh, yeah, I don't think it's her. actually possible. I don't think you'd be able to get her an older sister now. Um, so great. So good. Also, so full makeup, the entire yeah. scene. Yes. Yeah. yeah, they're all in full makeup. All in so full makeup. Middle of the night, the lip liner is on. Which yeah. that, like, I never, I mean, I think, and this is, I think this has to do with being a guy, I never would notice that. Like, I never would notice that they, until we started doing this podcast, is the only time you pointed out at nighttime with full makeup. Like, I never got that. I was like, well, you know, they probably just didn't wash it mm, off. Like, no. The most, and it's not even, like, by the end of the day, especially lipstick, by the yeah. end of the day, there's mm-hmm. no way it's that tight. Don't you reapply? But, I, I mean, no, but, but why? And why would you mm. wear lipstick at home? Like, you're going to smudge it everywhere, right. you know? To me, though, the most jarring moment on The Golden Girls is when Rose is in the hospital. Like, she's had a heart attack, <laughs> yeah. and she is in full makeup lipstick included. I'm like, there's no way! No way! <laughs> it's not a large Van Trier movie. Like, no. she's not going to be, like, stripped down Ellen no. But, you know, it's okay. just like, give her, like, a light gloss. Like, don't... Yes. I don't know. It's fine. That's... I'll take that up when we get to the episode. Um, so they all they all go to find Lucy, all but Sophia, because she's not invited. Mm-hmm. I guess she's home pushing the wicker furniture. It was <laughs> late. It was late. I guess. She's yeah. Tired. Okay. That's what was fair. she getting in that scene, by the way? She went to the refrigerator and got oh, something yeah. what did and she left. Get? Maybe it was an ice pack. Maybe she had a headache. <laughs> I feel like there was a whole other storyline going I on with Sophia. We, we don't know what it she's is. She's clearly plotting something in yeah. the background, yeah. and we missed it. She has a bomb. Yeah. The episode house blows yep. up. <laughs> so they all go to the Miami Vice's. The Miami cops' apartment. Best apartment ever. Don't know how they got there. Don't know. I mean, don't no, know how no. they got the information. Oh. How do they know where he lives? <laughs> oh, yeah. He's a cop. I guess you could, but like, if three, you know, retired women came into the police station and were like, we need the address of this cop right now, like, would you give them the address? No. I mean, maybe. I'm just imagining the three of them walking in and being like, my grand, or what is she, niece? My niece, Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> and Dorothy's saying, like, I did time at Attica. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, what are they? Do, do they just, like, all start 
talking at once until they're yeah. just like out there to just like give them the address. Somehow they go got away. the address and they showed up at the apartment. And this apartment has a a stuffed sheep, a, a stuffed sheep, a yeah. giant down palm tree, like a yeah. down blanket palm tree. It's got a lot of design to <laughs> it's it. Really Leopard weird. print pillows, boom Leopard, boxes, yeah. everything. Yeah, everything. Um, Is that my like? He's obsessed with Miami Vice. So I'm yes. assuming that's what Miami Vice sets look like. Yeah, I mean Miami Vice was like you know the boats and the jackets and like the yeah. The all I know is the, the like the pastel blazers. Yes. Yeah, I know yeah. The, and the rolled up sleeves. Yeah, yeah. this yeah. whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, so the women walk in. Can we talk about what Blanche was wearing? <laughs> An all oh my god sweatsuit yeah. with heels Pepto Bismol head to toe it was fantastic oh my god I want to make that fashion oh, now you could yeah I mean, it's a very easy like you just got to get a pink hoodie yeah basically pink pull over hoodie with the elastic around the ankles uh, yes so, so that you can yeah. show off your black stockings and heels yes and your heels but it has to be like the the flip flop heels. It was a you know? power outfit. Those, she always wore the flip flop yeah. heels, yeah. Um, yeah. So good. But also, wasn't Dorothy also in sweatpants? Yeah, she oh, was in a more refined sweatpants. Yeah. They all were in sweatpants. Yeah. Like, Dorothy, Dorothy, like, pretty much is always in sweatpants. <laughs> Sometimes Dorothy wears her pajamas throughout the entire episode, yeah. and there's no explanation. It's so great. It's foreshadowing of the chronic fatigue syndrome. Oh, that's right, that's right. Oh. Um, it's a big, and then it's Rose, a big part of Rose was also in uh, sweatpants, but, like, with in a weird sort of, like, Easter green, like, very light, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. Green. I think they wanted all the attention on Blanche that seemed as oh, they yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I love it like Rose immediately sits down and just sort of like without paying just absentmindedly starts petting, petting the sheep and she's like I like your apartment <laughs> <laughs> I know I love that that's their like uh, way of storming in is that they all just yeah. very professionally yeah. confidently walk in and <laughs> sit down <laughs> I would have loved to have seen them like like walking down the hallway in like a slow-mo yeah. like in oh, Jawbreaker when like all the bitches at the high yes. school are walking Oh. Uh, with like IU who playing it would have been amazing oh. um, so Blanche has come to talk to Lucy um, so she brings her into the cop's bedroom which is also it, or no I think it's a studio right does it's, she just bring her across the room no it's, no, a, no, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a one bedroom okay so yeah. bedroom, brings yeah. him into the bedroom with like some shag blanket yeah it's like yeah. a huge skin blanket or something yeah, yeah. yeah. she's yeah she's I actually wanted really... this I, I think my cat Fraser would love the sheepskin oh yeah blankets. yeah 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 very reminiscent of like a mama cat or I something I could probably get that at Ikea yeah probably <laughs> we'll go tomorrow let's go <laughs> So Lucy explains to Blanche that, you know, as a kid, she was, like, she was short and fat with braces and acne, and then, you know, none of the boys would pay attention to her, and finally when she turned 16, she says, I shot up, and at first I was like, whoa, because I didn't know where that was going, but then she's yeah. like, I shot up and I shot out. Yeah. She meant height-wise, yeah. not of the, the heroin nature. <laughs> um, you went dark there. I went, for like a second I went dark, and then I was like, right, this is the Golden Girls. Um, not, the my show, not my yeah. Yeah, not my soul club life. Not my soul club life. And so basically, you know, Blanche is like, you know, I, I, I get it, but you're, you know, you, you need to learn to like yourself. Yeah. Oh, it felt very much like a RuPaul moment. Yeah. Like, How the hell are you going to love anybody else? Mm-hmm. <laughs> RuPaul got all of it in her life. Yes. From... If you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love anybody else? I kept right. watching this thinking like, this is Lucy's It Gets Better episode. 
Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. Except it, I, it felt like like she didn't deserve it. I mean, she tells us that, but I'm like, no, I want to see. I don't feel bad for you. Yeah, yeah I don't. Your vagina pants. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like what? Yeah. Like the wardrobe department after this episode was like, what were we thinking? Yeah. Why do we have ovary pants? <laughs> the sweatpants and the pink sweatshirt, spot on. The Goodwill in Hollywood, on. they're there. Oh. I bet you oh, go there. Oh my god. They have yes. to be there. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Lucy, that, that's all this takes, is that, like, little bit of sage advice from her Aunt Blanche, yes. and, and Lucy's like, alright, I'm, I'm gonna come home with you, I'm, I'm, you're right, this is a bad idea. Um, Meanwhile, like, Rose and the cop are, like, commiserating over how much they both love Miami Vice. It seems also, like, a little bit like he's flirting with. Yeah. Well, he asks for her number. Well, does for like Miami Vice stuff though. Well, <laughs> no, specifically he asks for her number because he's like, me and some of the, my buddies are all gonna go down and go through Don Johnson's trash. <laughs> a policeman. Oh, but is then, saying uh, this. But then, but then Dorothy has a great exit line. So all of the uh, ladies leave, and then Dorothy says, "Here, do you want to read it? Yeah, please. Yeah. Um, the cops want Rose's number. Wait, where is it at? Good night. Oh yeah. Um, Dorothy says, "Good night. We'll all sleep a lot better knowing." You're off duty tonight. Uh, she just nailed the delivery. Yeah. It was perfect. 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 So, so great. And speaking of Dorothy, now The we're... best moment, I have to say, of the episode is this next moment with Dorothy where she confronts the mouse. She confronts the mouse <laughs> yes. in a yes. very serious With a monologue. broom that is just straight out of Wizard of Oz. Yes. And it was like a perfectly like I think they made broom. it for her because it like came up to her nose. Oh, yeah, yeah, it, it was seemed perfect. like a big broom. It was a big old broom. <laughs> it was that mouse killing broom they keep in the closet. And they took a shot of a mouse reacting. Like a very, to, um, an, an extreme close-up shot yes. of the mouse on the floor. Was, Which is so unnecessary. I know. You yes. didn't need that at all. No. I could have watched her just talk to what we assumed was a mouse yes. on the floor. We don't need it was mouse. so jarring them cutting from like this really wide full body shot of yeah. Dorothy to like yeah. an extreme close-up of the mouse. Yes. And then, like, yes. Oh God. But do you think that's like stage mouse? Like that mouse is trained to be on camera? Well, or that's just a mouse they got from a pet store? I think probably just a mouse they got from a pet store yeah. and then cornered it and they were like shoot know. this really quick. We're gonna freeze frame it. I don't know. But like I feel like they blocked the mouse and gave him some staging because remember there was at that point where he like climbs up and then goes into this under the sink. Oh that's right. Yeah. That's right. I mean maybe they put some food in there and then just like put a camera on him for like and six just, hours. Yeah. No. Just hope for the best. Yeah. But like that's expensive. That yeah. film was very expensive to shoot on, you guys. This isn't digital. This show was. Okay. I, I really feel like they got like a professional mouse. Probably, for this. Yeah. maybe. I mean, they could afford it. Yeah. So Dorothy has this big sort of heart to heart, if mm-hmm. you will, with this mouse. Let's start off. I mean, she wants to kill it. She's, She's gonna like, kill you it. Hang around sewers. Yeah. You eat garbage. And I'm like, who is this really about, Dorothy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, is it about her son? Uh, who's like a jazz musician. Michael. Michael. Yeah. Is it about Michael, who like doesn't have it together? To yeah. Oh, so she definitely comes to Like, terms. is it about her brother, Phil? <laughs> like, <laughs> but she ends up like talking herself down. Yeah. Yeah. In a weird way, Dorothy talked herself off the ledge. She did. Yeah. To a place of happiness and then so rose sees her have this dialogue yeah literally it's like a zen dialogue mm-hmm. with this mouse and and rose is like you have the gifts yeah and dorothy tries to play it off like, like she's, she's sweeping. sweeping she's like oh no it's, it's the the most most sweeping with Mary Poppins. it's the most hilarious fake sweeping oh fake that's so great sweeping 
all the way. Like, if it was a close-up, we could get a gift of that, and it would be the best thing ever. Oh, Just, God. But the thing is, so Dorothy talked the mouse into, she's like, here, go go back in from where you came. She talked the mouse into going under the sink. Where that doesn't, from. But that doesn't solve your mouse problem. Now yeah. the mouse yeah. is just going to live under the sink and come out when they're sleeping and, like, yeah. shit on the oven, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, she didn't solve the problem. I've had... I lived in Brooklyn. We lived in a ground floor apartment in an old building. We found one mouse. We thought we had a mouse. Oh. And so we set a humane trap. We, like, released it right. out in the park. We came back. We set the trap. We're like, we'll just set it just to have it. Yeah. And within 10 minutes, we caught another mouse. Oh. Yeah. We spent the next, the next two weeks, we caught 35 mice. Oh, my God. We could not. They just cycle in and out. Yeah. And it's insane. And they we breed. We had a mouse and in they, our Brooklyn uh, apartment. We just got a cat. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, we named works. it uh, Doris Oscar Theater Yarbrough and that Bigfoot, but... What? That's Excuse a, me, was that English? We all four roommates wanted to give this cat a name, so we gave it Doris Oscar Theodore Yarbrough, and then eventually we added Nutmeg Footfoot to it, so she became Doris Oscar Theodore Yarbrough and Nutmeg Footfoot. That's amazing. Never had a mouse problem after that, though. What? <laughs> no. Well, nobody wants to mess with Doris Martin and Nutmeg, Nutmeg Footfoot. Foot. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a cat to be reckoned with. Uh, good God. Good God. Um... <laughs> Okay, so uh, so the end of that scene is that Dorothy tells Rose, or Rose tells Dorothy, she's like, you have a very powerful gift. Yeah. Use it wisely. Yeah, 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 yeah. With great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mentoring. I wish that, like, the mouse whispering thing was just, like, a running thing. The yeah. one running thing yeah. they did throughout the entire Every scene. Every episode. Oh, yeah. Great. So then Lucy is leaving. It's time for Lucy to go, and this is the one time she's changed pants in the entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> so she's wearing a nautical outfit. Oh, she's yeah. Yes, it's very she has. Sense. She really does. Yeah. She really does. And Sophia gives her a plate of bread, it appears. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know what that Sophia's was. Sophia's just silently standing there holding oh, some she, sort of food substance. <laughs> yeah. She handed it to her without saying anything. She said nothing. She, she said just nothing. pointed at her. Yeah. <laughs> With no, you don't know if it's like, I'm watching you, or like, leave. You, there's no idea what she's actually Maybe Sophia just secretly really hates sluts. Like, oh. super Do you think? Sluts. Do you think that point was like, like the the point was saying like, I know you have a nut allergy and there may be like, oh, cashews in that bread. That's smart. I have a peanut allergy. I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> like and people are constantly just silently pointing, silently pointing, <laughs> pointing and trying to kill me. I like to think that maybe she just forgot her line. Just got the point and let the scene continue. Yeah. Here's the bread. Yeah. <laughs> of something they just run over to craft services they're like all we have is like we have a baguette and they're like cut it up I don't know put some saran wrap over it she needs to be involved tell them they're Italian cookies no don't let her say anything <laughs> by the way Italian cookies you guys they're they're delicious the shit. yeah my yeah. grandmother used to make them really good yeah. Uh, so Lucy, um, so Lucy, <laughs> Lucy leaves. Uh-huh. What does she say? I, I think I might have like tuned out for a second just yeah. watching Sophia in the background. What does she say? What does Lucy say? Yeah. Oh, I forget. She yeah. just says, like, thank you. Uh, you know. No, she just like takes it. Oh, she just says thank you. It's yeah. a weird place. Does she bread. say she's she coming leaves. back? I don't know. Oh, I I, don't maybe know. we were all distracted by Sophia. I don't know. Yeah. I also don't know. <laughs> the, point yeah. the point heard the, around the world. <laughs> <laughs> the end of the episode, this is not a very strong finish to an episode. So, like, once Lucy leaves, there's a little conversation about Blanche um, not sleeping around. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. She said that, she's like, you know, I, tell. I think what really helped Lucy was, you know, I told her that sometimes I, you know, I stretch the truth a little with how many men I sleep with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's and, right. then, and then Rose, Rose says you know, something like, is that true? Slept? 
She's like, and what does Blanche end with? It's a weird end line. Maybe it is, and maybe it isn't. And yeah. she like gives a wink and then goes into the kitchen to. And then, yeah, I don't the know. music starts and that's and then the it's end. freeze frame on like the wink and her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah. Like, so do we. Is that good? Is that <laughs> I don't know how to feel right now. Yeah. You left a cliffhanger for me. <laughs> Wait, you tricked us. The whole lesson of this entire episode right. was one what does it big mean? lie. Yeah, is it better to lie about yeah. being a slut than being a slut? Was Blanche going lie. into the kitchen to sleep with the mouse? Like, <laughs> <laughs> she did wink and she went in there all by herself. What else is in there? We know there, you know there's no bread. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't go in for food. So we gave away all the bread. There's, there's no bread and mouse shit. That's what there Damn. is. Yeah, it wasn't a strong finish to an episode, but it was a really good episode. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, I loved it. The meat of the episode was really great. Mm-hmm. So what we do at the end of every um, podcast is we do a golden takeaway. So like Ooh. something that we learn from the episode that applies to either your life or you know, a piece of advice maybe you can give others. Um, so we'll start so you have an sure, example. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, so my um, golden takeaway from this episode is... I should probably wear more sweatpants. <laughs> I, I really do. I'm with I you. I think that, I mean, sweatpants, I've, I've always had trouble wearing them in public. You know, I mm-hmm, force myself mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. But because I come from a school, you gotta, like, dress to go out. Like, you can't, the casual dress thing has never really been a sweatpants thing. Sweatpants are kind of back in They're now. very back in. Yeah. And so I'm trying to get to a place where I can do that. The problem is, I'm one of those people that I'm skinny fat, so I have this, um, when, when elastic... When elastic comes to my waist, it yeah. sinks in, giving me this weird sort of, not muffin top, but a round curvature over the elastic waist. <laughs> and I feel like having, I feel like having sweatpants would only, like, reinforce that. Because you can't wear a t-shirt with it then, because then you have this round thing. But there are sweatpants that aren't elastic waistbands. True. Yeah. Maybe you can get like the drawstring ones. Yeah, for sure. Oh. Yeah. 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 Lululemon that. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I'll lose a lemon that. Yeah. <laughs> it really welcome. helped me. That's my golden takeaway, and it was received. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's a first time that's happened received. on the show. I love this. Yeah. What's your golden takeaway, Carrie? Um, I I think my golden takeaway is if you um. If your home and your you're violated by a sort of animal intruder, mm-hmm. um, you know, before you kill it, maybe just consider trying to like, you know, reason with it verbally. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would never do that. You'd never like waste your time trying to. No, I mean, I would. But try, what if you didn't? It just I would try works. to get rid of it, like, like humanely. Yeah. Yes, but um, I wouldn't talk to it. See, you still <laughs> say humanely, but that still might be. You know, jarring and traumatic for an animal. Yeah. Even like a humane trap or a humane way, like well, the, a mouse problem, being a mouse being yeah. caught in a bucket. That's still traumatic, even though you're like, oh, this is humane. Not my problem. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess we agree to disagree. Grace, Grace, what's your golden takeaway? My golden takeaway is that I should continue to always um, keep eyes on my purse. Mm. Keep it around with me. Good point. Hold Where's on your purse? Right here in front okay, of me. Good. Right exactly. in front she of knew. Me. Literally staring yeah. at her, watching Sophia hold her own purse the entire That's episode. That's a great piece of advice. Yeah. That's a great piece of advice because yeah. I don't know where my bag is. For all I know, your cat's inside of it. Probably. <laughs> oh, Ranger yeah. might be doing something to it. Yeah. Well, this was so much fun, Grace. Thank Thanks you for so much having for me. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for doing the podcast. Really reinforced the idea that I need to watch more episodes. Of yes. Girls. You should just come over and watch anytime you want. It's such a classic show. They're all so great. It's the best. Um, seven seasons. 
Yes. 180 episodes. 180 yeah. episodes. We're going to be doing this podcast for 17 for years. Yeah. Ever. We're so going to be doing it. Yes. You will be back on, I'm sure. Oh, yes. Yes. Wait, does Lucy ever come back in future episodes? No. No. Oh, no. Never no. spoken of again. That happened Most I would characters don't come back. be back. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come back in like season five or six. Yeah. I want to see the hospital thing. Oh, yeah. You should come back oh, for the yeah. hospital episode. That what I've is heard. that the one where she's like live from New York? It's Saturday night. That's the one. Wait, is that the one where Rose thinks she has AIDS? Oh, no. No, That's, no, no, no. It's not oh, when Rose no. has AIDS. Why is Rose in the hospital for this Because one? she had a heart attack when they went to the high school reunion. She oh, that's Sydney, right. She had a heart attack. Or whatever her name Poor was. Poor Rose. She, oh. she, she, she pretended to be a, the Chinese exchange student. Sing. This all yeah. sounds right. too good to yeah. be yeah. Alright, Grace, we'll have you back for that episode. See you in ten years. Yeah. Can't <laughs> <wait>. <laughs> Thanks. So where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on YouTube at youtube.com slash itsgrace or Grace Helbig on every other social media platform. And starting in April, you can see her brand new oh, talk show on the network that was just announced. So exciting. Congratulations. Very, it's so exciting. Yeah. Can't wait. I it's going to be amazing. I just want to be adopted by Bruce Jenner. Oh, <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. Can we be like extras and something? Oh my like, God, 100%. Just, like just stand in the background. I want both of you in pink Sweatpants Amazing. and sweatshirts. Yeah, we don't need to do anything. No. We can just stand there. We could be like silent chewies. Yeah. You just yeah. be like, yes. just Sophia the scene. Walk yeah. through we with intention. Yeah. We <laughs> Point, give you bread. I'm so good with that. <laughs> done and done. Amazing. You well, thanks so much difference. for doing the podcast. Thank you for having me. And I am H. Allen Scott at H. Allen Scott on everything. And uh, on Twitter, I am Squid Eat Squid, uh, CarrieDoherty.com, Instagram Squidzy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can go to AdamLanai.com for everything Golden Girl. Yeah. And you can subscribe yeah. on on iTunes and we have a Facebook page so oh where we like God. to post photos from the episodes and photos of our guests and lots of fun stuff. We'll so. have all kinds of fun stuff there for this episode. So thanks so much Grace for doing this. Thank you guys. Bye everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.